Well, good afternoon, good evening, good whatever you are, wherever you are in Give Zero Land. Hi, my friends. It's your buddy JB here. We are back with another episode with our brother man Luke. He will be joining us here for some more of his fantastic and intelligent insights into all the crap I don't understand. So, here we are. Luke, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Bruno. Yourself? Uh, I have a really, really good cup of coffee that I offered you one. And obviously, you're too good to drink coffee with me, so you missed out. All that good food, I have no room. Uh, yeah, Mrs. JB decided she would feed us a little bit. She made a neat little pot roast in the Instapot. And Delicious. So we partook a few minutes ago, and uh, we're probably too fat, dumb, and happy to be doing another episode, but yet here we are. So let's get a couple of uh, pieces of housekeeping out of the way here real quick. And this time I actually did my homework. I didn't let you see this, Luke. I'm. Uh, this is kind of interesting. We have uh, new platforms that are now carrying us. We are platform rich. Oh. How about that? So, uh, let's do our drink first. So you know what to do. Uh, one of our our, our number one ritual. Uh, if you're part of the Give Zero family, hop up here on the uh, comfy Give Zero couch. Bring your beverage of choice. I, of course, am going to be doing coffee because I enjoy coffee. If you got your beer, your wine, your bourbon, your whiskey, your gin, your scotch, your vodka, whatever you may have, including your White Claw and or your Zima, hey, we don't judge around here. Or if you got something, something, something special, special, special. You want to go out on the back deck, roll you up one, and just fire that little thing up. Hey, you know what? It's America. You do you. We're all family here. So, you know my rules. You don't hurt a kid. You don't hurt a critter. We're going to get along just fine. So, anyway, uh, grab up whatever your favorite thing is. Let's partake now, and uh, you know what to say when we're done. So, here we go. On three. One, two, three. Here we go. A little, little Somali action there. It is. I... I, I People get paid to do that for coffee, and that pisses me off. Uh, good stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, there are people that are professional coffee tasters, which is weird because, like a Somalia, yeah, they take it and they sip it and they swirl it and they spit it out. And I'm like, what's the use? You can find this wonderful third-rate podcast on the following platforms if you would like to share it with your friends or take it with you wherever you go. The list has doubled. So for whatever stupid reason, um, I guess there's either they're really hurting for content out there or I guess people decide that, hey, maybe a third-rate podcast is the kind of thing you want on your platform. I don't know, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Stitcher, uh, Heart Radio, TuneIn, uh, Alexa with a TuneIn app, Podcast Addict, Castro, CastBox, Podchaser, uh, Pocket Cast, Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Podcast Index and Pod Friend. Deezer. Ooh, we, ooh, I look just like Buddy. Oh, that was Weezer. Wasn't oh, yeah. It? Yeah, one of them. Deezer. Deezer is a thing. Oh, okay. I thought it was another one of those colloquialism, a, a transvestite colloquialism. Well, it is. We're popular in the trans community. Deezer, here, his nuts? D- these, these nuts. As a matter of fact, uh, these nuts is a sponsor. These these are her nuts. These, these are her nuts. So that's that's right. So, all right, <laughs> let's get this lumbering ox up in the air very quickly, and to prove what a complete jerk that I am, watch this. Hey, Luke, January six, go. <laughs> you, you are a jerk. 
just take the whole show, talk about January 6th. Go. It's the day after January 5th and the day before January 7th. Okay, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate y'all being part of what we do here every day. Can I drop and this have mic? A, have a good night. There we go. So, Can I drop this mic? Just drop that mic. We're out of here. All right, thanks, bye. All right. <laughs> okay, let me, let me stage this thing a little bit there. Uh, I'll just start with this. Uh, I'll give you my take. I'll give you my thoughts on this because mine are very short and sweet. And then we can expound on the six billion spinoff topics, sure. including the January 6th fake-ass commission and everything else. And the reason why there will never be uh, criminal referrals on this thing. Here's what I think. Uh, here's what we know, actually. I'm just going to parrot things, but it's simple as this. That whole thing was a set-up and staged event. Meaning that the people that were there were there, the people that were, you know, this, that, but there were a lot of employed people that got paid that day to break windows and start tearing shit apart, including officers that moved barricades, ushered people in, unlocked gigantic 20,000 pound maglock doors. That can only be opened from the inside. From the inside, with the nice little video, one of the few you can get your hands on, of the person waving up at the camera and then turns around, then the door is magically unlocked. Mm -hmm. That was entirely staged for optics. And I also believe in my heart of hearts that one of the two reasons that Nancy Pelosi did not accept the offer to have the military there on the Capitol, one is for optics, because they had tried to do that before whenever their people were tearing Washington, D.C. apart in the days before. And secondly, I believe there was honestly some fear in there from the powers that be that if Trump could put military on that site, a lot of them would be leaving in handcuffs. That's exactly why the request for the... Um, it's the... Uh, what about the... Uh, what are they? The, the National Guard? National Guard. Yeah, I have that. I should not say military. I can never remember to say National Guard. National that's, Guard. That's the whole reason the, the request was denied by Pelosi, 100%. But I, I want to go back and unpack what you first said, that the um, January 6th was completely staged. It was. It was planned, but it was co-opted. By the, by the Democrats, <clears throat> or I hate to say even Democrats anymore. It's just, it goes so far beyond that. Um, the evil in in Washington co-opted the January sixth demonstration. You know, they had you know there was over a thousand undercover FBI agents in the crowd. Did you know that over a thousand? We know that now. It's over a thousand. Over a thousand undercover FBI agents in the crowd. Was Ray Epps one of them? Ray Epps, but they're not going to say that he was one of them. I don't know if he's FBI, CIA, whatever he well, is. Well, that's the reason I said somebody, they, they were paid to be there. Absolutely. Okay. They were they were instigators. Okay. We have on video Ray Epps, who, by the way, has yet to testify in front of any type of committee or law enforcement. He's just gone yeah he was on the fbi most wanted list for like 48 hours and then bye then yeah because he was the most prominent one in in videos telling people to go through the barricade let's go in 
let's go in. Yep. He was up at the front line. The night before he was out doing that, too. The night before he was out. And they were going, pointing at him and calling him a fed. Calling him fed, a fed. Fed, fed, fed. That's that right. A, a very interesting video. That's right. So, um, it was co-opted by the opposition. It was, it was, the whole thing was never a plan to, for, to give the Democrats more uh, red meat to throw against the Republicans. You know, they scripted that narrative after they found out that the whole January 6th thing was going to happen. This, it was originally designed to put pressure on Congress to hold, have a 10 day hold on the election results yeah, on the results and, and do an inquiry on it. Yeah. That's what the whole January 6th was about. It wasn't about insurrection. It mm. wasn't about uh, removing fi- people physically from their uh, elected office. That's what it was. It was never about any of that. Let, let me let me insert this in case you haven't heard this because this came out just a few days ago, and I had not known this. And actually, it had been out um, since last October or November, and I can't remember the guy's name, and I should shoot. Anyway, he was on the. Trump staff. And anyway, he, he made a testimony to whatever, and he says that uh, an insurrection was impossible by Trump because what a lot of people don't know or don't realize is that the week after the election, Trump had, and I, is it which, I can't remember which. Mark Meadows? No, it was a crap. Anyway. We'll come up with it. Yeah, but what I'm trying to remember now is which agency you have to do that with. And I want to say it's with the with the legal bunch over there. Uh, no, um, 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 who handles military stuff? What branch of the um, the which department is that? Anyway, DOD, Department uh, of Defense? probably a DOD. Uh, probably is who it is. Trump contacted him the week after the election and started signed off on and started the transfer of them. You know, coming in with the Biden team and everything, and, and so the Biden team was already entrenched in the White House. Yes, that's that's never spoken about. No. If you're going to do an insurrection, you cop block that all the way, and then you fight. Yes. So it's impossible for Trump to have had between that and the and the records of the fact of Pelosi. I'm still, and he had five or six, seven, eight seniors in there from both parties and from the Defense Department or whatever when he's writing up making the offer to Pelosi because you have to write shit down. Yes, you do. And there it is. It's and it's and it's in record. That he offered her, and she denied it three times. Yes, to pass on this thing. Yes, knowing you know, and people say and, you know, and people are like, she's not in charge of security up there. She, well, you're right, she's not. The sergeant of arms for there is who is in charge of the Capitol building, who is a direct employee of exactly. She's not in charge of the security, but she's in charge of the person who is in, in charge, charge that's of right. the security. He works for her and answers to her. Yes, yeah. So that's real easy. Very yeah, simple. Yeah. So, but again. Every time Luke and I visit, we always have this recurring theme. If you want to know something, you better challenge what you know and what you think. People walk around thinking, well, that's settled. Mm-hmm. It, this is settled yeah. because it was Trump, because uh, Nancy Pelosi, she's not in charge of that. So he made an offer to her. She's not in charge of that. Yeah. Y'all quit being so damn stupid. Nothing's settled. Yeah, that's why they've got you in a box because you are stupid because you don't do your freaking homework. So, but I found those two things interesting, especially the fact that, um, that you know, that he'd already started the transition. He'd already signed. He'd already given them a key to the place. That's right. You know, while they're mopping up and, and, and packing up their clothes. Exactly. So, the whole premise of a coup 
you know, you, you don't invite half of the American public to your coup, <clears throat> to your military coup. Uh, so, I mean, this was, January 6th was basically a call to arms for the courageous people in the United States who see the way things are going and a way to show our elected representatives that we're on to their game. Um, now, it didn't go quite like I, I wanted it to go, you know, but. Uh, no, I, I'm the same because I watched it that day. I watched him whenever I watched people in Congress, ironically, Nancy Pelosi and him and some of the other bunch uh, that are up there sitting in seats of power in those, uh, those two sides of Congress, uh, especially in the Senate. And um, they just disappeared. I mean, they got scooped. And I'm like, okay, something's going on. Because yeah. they left the members there. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, I, I remember telling my wife, I said, they're in. They're in. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gotten in. And the next thing you know, you see all this stuff, weirdly enough, outside mm-hmm. going on. And I hadn't seen a breach yet. So maybe they were prepping for the possibility of or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly it was uh, probably, truth be told, it's where those uh, people are, are scooped up. And they go downstairs. And they start having snow cones and start watching Days of Our Lives while somebody says, yeah, everything's going as planned. Y'all sit in here for an hour. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, seriously. I would not doubt yeah. that. Really. I mean, it's just it's just too bloody obvious. But I'm like you. It's not, it didn't go as I, 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 like you, was hoping that there would be some, some constitutional scholars that are good guys and gals would sit in there, put a stall on this thing for 10 days. Cause they've got, they still had calendar left to firm this. Mm-hmm. You know, historically, that's the day you do it, but you've still got to the day of election. Con- very, um, very constitutional. Yeah, they're, they're still within the confines of the Constitution to go in there and argue that thing and look at it and yes. redo it because there's no doubt. There's no doubt had you gone to the states in question and look at their state's congressional record that those votes were garnered unconstitutionally. 100%. At the, at the very least, what should what should have came out of of the January 6th rally would have been the admission of our lawmakers that there was a problem in the election in certain states. Well, in all states, but it was more prominent in certain states. What should have happened is those states should have been decertified and the election of the president should have failed to the House of Representatives. Constitutionally, that's what should have happened. Yeah, they can make that call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could have um, done that 100%. Yeah, you could have. And, 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 and still being in constitutional bounds because the truth is is that the U.S. Constitution is very clear, uh, and it's one of those few powers that the federal government has written in the Constitution that it overrides states and has on states. And basically it does it by making sure the federal government affirms the state's authority that its legislature is the one that makes the decisions for its own state as to how elections are held and how they're done. That's right. When they set up these boxes and mail-in ballots and everything else, in these particular states especially, it never went through those states' legislators to they say... They never changed the laws. They never changed the laws. So, so, you know, it was done on the whim of fancy, and a lot of it was done fakely, of course, under COVID. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Dr. Fauci said, you know, you just don't need to go to that booth and pull that lever because, well, you know, you, you get might, the, yeah, get you, rona. you get the rona. Yeah. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. No, you'll die. You, you everybody, you'll kill your grandparents. Did you ever hear my episode where I interviewed Dr. Fauci? I did. That is yeah. one of the most popular stupid episodes that we ever did. It's great, dude. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, <laughs> it was jab after jab. Anyway, so, <laughs> God, I'm a terrible human being, and I loved every minute of it. Um, so, anyway, um, so, but, yeah, they should have gone in there constitutionally, because the Constitution requires them. Yes, it does. The very people who have to affirm these votes, it requires them stringency to make sure that shenanigans didn't occur in that state yes. so that the will of the people in that state, a protection by the federal government in case their particular local state government goes bonkers, mm-hmm. there are interlocks in there for that yeah. very reason yeah. so that the arms of the U.S. can protect them. Now, what's interesting about this, and a couple of people have tried this in the cases, and I don't want to get too far off J6 specifically, but you can't do one without the other without looking backwards a little bit, or else why the hell was everybody there? So um, one of the one of the what the hell was I going to say? The things that they were in the interlocks where they look at this stuff and do is other states outside of those states tried to in the courtroom to say making their vote legitimate makes ours illegitimate. Yeah, because our vote loses collective power. Right, if those aren't right, mm-hmm. and that's a that is a. Fa- I mean, and, and it's like it's hard to say that specifically. But if you and I went into a contractual agreement, all contracts have a make and a break for both sides. Yes, you know, um, I pay for my car, I get my car's title. If I, don't, I don't pay for my car, right. you get it because you loan me the money. Exactly. So um, there's that kind of thing. So. It's may may not be written. It is an understood contract between the states that say we're going to run ours right. You've got to run yours right, and it all works out. We'll send everybody up there, and if our choice loses, well, we lost fair and square. Like like if we won, we won fair and square. Right. And so, having said that, it can be argued by the other states whether it shored up their choice or they disenfranchise the other states. states. Right, and okay. that's a big that's deal. Right. Yes, of That is a, a big huge deal. big deal. Of course And so is. that's why you've got people out there uh, doing this. And so now back to me throwing the show in your lap. That's the biggest problem that I have with the whole J6 thing because were it just left where – I, where Trump had steered it and where all the people that were going up there were going mm-hmm. just to say their piece and have their voices be heard, um, that they knew, and I'll put air quotes around whatever they you want they to be in your own mind, they knew that they couldn't let that happen because a peaceful protest against the government when you're right arguing a constitutional point mm-hmm. they've got nothing to fight with no defense against that no none the only right. defense is to sit there and put a bunch of agent provocateurs out there right and then point a finger at everybody that ever wore a red ball cap and call you the freaking terrorist you are you sons of bitches of course did i miss anything in that no okay but that's just the your show that's the <laughs> You know, that's the Democratic Party's M.O., though. That's their modus operandi. They, it's the inversion of reality. 
So whatever is real, uh, they take 180 degrees for that and portray it as the truth. When anytime you get a million people uh, to gather to drive thousands of miles, and it was a million, oh, it's over a million. Yeah, the pictures. If you ever see the real photos of the crowd. If you can see the real photos. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, the people you saw on the, in the, let me interrupt you, but the people you saw on the Capitol steps and busting through and all that horse shit, that wasn't a, a 50th the, of the people. The entire, from the Supreme Court to the White House, was a sea of people. Mm-hmm. I was there. A sea of people. Millions of people. It's unlike anything I've ever seen before in my life. Were they armed, or had they been armed, what I mean by that, 20,000 military would not have stopped them. <laughs> There's no way. If, if the January 6th crowd had nefarious intentions or if they had any kind of malicious intentions on their mind, there's nothing that could have stopped them. No, they'd still be in that building. Uh, yes. They'd still be in yeah. that building. Nothing could have stopped that. No. Nothing could have stopped that amount of... That massive humanity. No, no. That there. if if there were that many uh, Chinese on those steps trying to take that building, oh. they would still have to be shelling all of oh, Washington. You'd DC. have to shell. That's the only way. You, yeah, yeah. There's no amount of no, no, no. That's too many people in one area. Mm-mm. I mean, you couldn't. There would be no stopping that. No, that's especially a, if they were armed and they had bad intentions. Oh, no, they've been. Yeah. No, we wouldn't be talking about no. this right now no. if that was been the case. No. Now, there's a debate to be made whether that would have been better or not. What Chinese are having uh, uh, the, uh, the the Trumpers armed or having the National Guard out there? Well, <laughs> there's three scenarios here. All the same, there's three scenarios, and I have to be really careful here. Okay, no, yeah, but you can we can talk openly. But I'm with you because I know I know violence is not your not your you would never call to arms. No, 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 no. no, no. So we we'll, we'll preamble anything because here I love this show. We can play. We can play mental chess here and play on an imaginary slate all we want to. Right. So we're cool. Okay. So that being said, you know, this experiment in uh, socialism that we're having right now in the United States, you know, this ain't this is not the first time this has been experimented across the world. You know, a lot of people have tried this. <laughs> a lot of people have tried the the commune. To each his own from, uh, oh man, from each his, what is it? Uh, yeah. e- to each his, uh, from each his ability to each their need. Or something. Or it's some, some kind of ish. crazy yeah. statement that yeah. J- Uncle Joe Stalin said. Yeah, about, almost killed everybody on the Mayflower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll cover that story another day, but look that up. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one you need to look at. Mm-hmm. But. <clears throat> We've done this before. Okay, so we know, look at Venezuela. I know all these talking points and these platitudes have been talked about and, and repeated and spewed by the talking heads all over media. But if you really look at it, where socialism has really been implemented, not tried, because they don't try to do socialism. Once they have made their mind up, it's, it's full board. Yeah, it's no such thing as socialism light. No, it's, it's a... And socialism is just a a PC term for communism, mm-hmm. right? So it's re- if you think about it, it's really just, it's just communism. 
Um, either the, the government has direct ownership of companies or they tell the companies how they run. What's the difference? Right. I mean, that's what the only the difference, difference between socialism and communism, right? Yeah. State-owned property versus pro- privately owned property yeah. with socialism, supposedly privately owned. Yeah. But the people who privately own those properties are getting money from the government and they work for the government. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the difference it's here? It's pretty masturbatory thinking when you think about right. it. Yeah. So, this is ha- we've, we've had this experiment countless times throughout the ages and it, you know, millions of people always die. Yeah. <laughs> always. They never just seem to flourish under that system. It's the strangest I'm, thing. Imagine that. Yeah, take away people's liberties, and yeah. they don't do good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the while. ultimate Ponzi scheme because those on top of the pyramids seem to work out pretty well. Well, they get oh yeah, yeah, and that's that's why they do that. That's exactly why they do that. Why else would they do that? Mm-hmm. You know, let let the plebs mm-hmm. pay for my stuff. Mm-hmm. So, we've tried this experiment before as a human race. It's been tried many times. It's a failure. It it don't work. It, it will never work. Humans aren't set up to work that way. Humans aren't set up to be slaves, and that's essentially what a, a communist society is. You you do your work for other people, yeah, and other people require your time, and that's that's slavery. Okay, that so, is slavery. All right. So once we boil it down to its basics, it's been tried. So that's where we're headed now. So who's to say that? An insurrection at, on January 6th would have been bad. <clears throat> a, a peaceful transition of power, um, like happened when Trump gave it to Uncle Joe. You know, it could be peaceful going the other way. When during the January 6th rallies, if you know, we could have got some traction there and could actually have removed some of these people from power you know i got some beef with trump too now if if trump hadn't said everybody go home on january 6th yeah man everybody went home everybody done as they was told if he had if he had just been quiet about not said anything there would have been still people there on january 7th and there would have still been people there on january the 8th then now you got the entire country looking at this, saying, "Hey, some stuff's going to happen. There's going to be a change," which would have drawn more people in to Washington D.C. Would have shut the whole city down, just pretty much like they did in Canada. Yeah. The the only thing that would have been different was was the response from the the government. Our government would not have done what the Canadian government did. You know, sending people out and arresting people and, and well, strong arming because we wouldn't have went for that. No, but, but the thing is, though, is that, you know, I'm not so sure that Canada probably wasn't finger pointing at us behind our back saying, you don't want that January 6th looking shit happening up here. So they went ahead and squelched that. My question, and I've always wondered and I always thought was interesting mind games, as long as we're doing mind games and tabletop exercises here, is the reason it was a peaceful protest and was going to stay one, and it wasn't. And it's not because Washington D.C. has gun laws, okay. And if you're in there pissed off, you're coming in with your stuff, all right. Is I think that, you know, we'd already gone through a couple of months of trying to get these facts 
and and I, and I don't want to hear all the libtards in my audience piss whine about ain't no wasn't no facts with Barry and Trump people. You know better than that. There wasn't no facts because you know there wasn't a judge saw it. They didn't try. They tried to real Gianni and Trump and his boy and his and I know they had his his aunt there on on a bicycle and they tried some because they tried everything and wouldn't nobody see it in every court. All right, first of all, for the last time, there has never been an evidentiary trial held on this. Matter of fact, there are still hundreds of people being held in solitary confinement. Yeah, that was it. That went in the Capitol that day on the behest of FBI undercover agents waving them in. Yes, that's called entrapment. You think? Yeah, that's way entrapment. That's the reason why they're not given a day in court, and they still haven't seen a lawyer. That's right. But and well, hundreds of people, right. hundreds of people, which is why because they got to air quotes keep that thing as though it was some sort of. A plot, or that it was some sort of terrorist act, because you right. don't, you, you know, right. right? Yeah, yeah. This is where the Patriot yeah. Act comes that's in. That's right, because you can get mo their ass. Thank you, George fucking Bush. Without the, cows the Patriot, come home. that's without right. The Patriot Act. That's right. All these people would be home. Well, we had to do that. <laughs> we had to do that. Keep keep peacing you, because they knocked two buildings down. <laughs> Got to take a terrorist. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Terrorist. All right, you're the new George Bush. You do uh-huh. it way better than I do. All right, so there's that. But my thing is this: is that had uh, so. You do this, you know what the Constitution is. If you're a patriot, you know how to read the freaking Constitution. And so you're there under a correct premise. These votes were, in fact, I don't care what you say, because I'm not the one saying it. The freaking Constitution says this. Those votes were taken illegally, and they do not count. They just don't. They, uh, it's not my rule. It's not Trump. It's not anything in the world. It ain't your fucking feelings. Those things do not constitutionally count. Now, having said that, the idea is to go up there, make that point be heard, have your Ted Cruz or whoever else bring that up. You get 10 days. They have to look at it. There it is. The problem with that is, is this. I can understand why, if you're a libtard, a, if you're going to cheat, you don't want to get caught. B, I can also see both strategically uh, and logistically why this is, presents a massive problem. Mm-hmm. Because you do that, you got everything stops. Trump on Twitter, Trump not on Twitter. Of course, taking him off there would have been a train wreck at that point. But people are going to camp out for 10 days. Yes, sir. All right, they're going to camp for 10 days. Yes, sir. And whenever they know that they are constitutionally right, and all of a sudden they go, nah, fuck you. Right. Joe Biden, you're your boy, and here we go. That's when you would have seen a, an insurrection. Yes. They would have rolled. You would have had 10 million yes. people from yes. the eastern seaboard roll on that bitch in 24 hours. There's not enough state troopers. There's not enough military. There's not enough anything in the world to stop the army yes swell of people that would come up there and wouldn't they wouldn't have fired a shot i no. don't think but by god they'd have held that place locked down until something happened till somebody comes something out something got fixed so somebody comes out of the supreme court and goes y'all need to recount this shit right fucking now that's right and that's why i have a problem with what trump did telling everybody to go home okay he I, should not have told everybody to go home right the, well, the american public that's our Capitol building. At that point, though, he needed to tell everybody to go home, and you know why. Because once he was, once they started that bullshit and they yanked the wind out from under him, had he got in front of it, but I mean, I, I'm sorry, 
I don't I don't disagree with you. And I know we're just playing tabletop games here. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. But at that point, my head was spinning because I'm like, okay. hello, this is the simplest thing in the world. There's a constitution in there. It's one line in there that if you got a, a third grade IQ and can read cursive, mm-hmm. it's right there. Yeah. This is this is not even this is not something you even debate, right? You know, because you know at the at the at the preamble where it says "we the people," mm-hmm. nobody's going to argue that's the first three words of the preamble. Pretty right. basic, right? This is the same thing, and that building's supposed to be full of motherfucking constitutional scholars. Well, it is, but yeah, and that's how they screw with it. They have a di- they have a, a different agenda than what that's we do. right. They don't like the constitution. Well, you said it in one of our previous episodes they're going to use your good against you, and so there it was. Right, and so and they use your they use your fear against you, and you know, I I disagree with you wholeheartedly about Trump having to tell people they need to go home, or or that was the right thing to do. I think that was an absolutely horrible mistake. Yep. A hundred percent. Because we would be basing our actions off of a false premise. I know what you're going to say, and you're right in what you're going to say, because you're fixing to tell me that we lost our only golden opportunity to hold all that shit together then, because at that point on, it's, it's fair game for anything at this point. Right. Am I right? You're, you're right on that, but the... The point I wanted to make more succinctly was, I'm sorry, um, basing your decisions off of fear. Okay, so the whole idea of the Democrats' portrayal of, of January 6th was get a bunch of armed rednecks. We're gonna come up. They're coming up here, and they're gonna kill all us civilized folk. I mean, th- essentially, that was their message. If you read between the lines, if you yes, I agree with you. Just read between the lines. Thousand percent. That's not that's not the language they used. No, but but that's what they yeah, meant. Yeah. Well, the, okay. the FBI didn't dress as uh, anything other than Trump supporters. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. You didn't see any urban FBI guys that they're no, no. Ch- wearing bling and chains. No, 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 no. They was dressed like you know blue collar America. Mm-hmm. So the honest and Nonviolent nature of January 6th was preempted and produced violently by the liberal agenda. And we made all our decisions off of that lie, right? So was it the right thing to do for everybody to leave January 6th because there was an insurrection? No, because there was no insurrection. The whole premise of this, that's why, you know, we let... We let the media frame our discussions, uh, you know, and we're talking about the January 6th insurrection. It was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. No. There was not a piece of trash on the ground. There was no one yelling, no fights, nothing but love up there, man. Yeah. This was a totally peaceful assembly that was co-opted by nefarious forces, uh, you know, CIA, FBI, the Democratic yeah, Party, yeah the, the armed that, arm of the Democrat that has Party. framed this whole discussion. They framed it. There's no doubt. They have leveraged this into every yeah. rotten thing they you know they could think of. Okay, so to do. they they got exactly what they wanted out of January. 6th. Yeah, it was a win for them. Uh, yeah, zero win for us. Yep. because we left. Let me ask you this, because did seeing how it panned out. Because I've wondered this too. 
because it no one's brought this up yet that I've heard. Maybe they have, but I haven't heard it. Is there leverage they can use somewhere, or have they tried to use somewhere, by saying, see, look, see Donald Trump, tell him to go home, go home peacefully? What'd they do? They all went home. Mm-hmm. So if he can get him to leave, you know he got him to attack. Exactly. That's just another another area that it that it plays right into their their hands. Well, they're gonna you're gonna spin everything in their direction, and there's a lot of directions they can spin stuff we into. Got, we got to learn how to play like that. Brother. Yeah, but harder, and not use their tactics. No, we have to you, recognize have their to recognize tactics. Tactic. Yep, and 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 let our actions. You know, we have that knowledge with us that they're trying to do this, so we need to discount whatever they say. And go with what's right. I have the courage to do the right thing. I want to say one thing on this subject, and then I want to segue this to something before we run out of time. Uh, Because I want to talk about courage. Okay. Okay? Because courage would have made a huge difference in a lot of all this. So they've got um, Liz Cheney, that shitbag, and the rest of that select uh, committee, the the, uh, imperfectly selected committee. Uh, basically everybody else that works for Nancy Pelosi up there uh, doing this January 6th shit show they're trying to do that um, I swear I think the cooking channel had a thing on cooking dog shit stew had higher ratings than this thing gets on TV yeah uh, it's pitiful uh, which is a good thing but there it is so um, they keep losing traction bringing up false witnesses that are proven to be false and everything it's not a court because it's there's no judge and jury involved in here. It's just their little panel and um, it's Kabuki theater. It's literally and Kabuki's a good yes it is it is that shadow puppets. They um, are there's no cross examination. There's only one side of, of look at fact or whatever else. A shit ton of information that we know is out there that could be brought to light but this isn't a court of law so now they're starting this and i only bring this up because i want every libtard in this audience because libtards do listen to this show to yes to cry themselves to sleep tonight when i make this statement so liz shaney uh is talking about you know we are getting really close really close to making some legal referrals uh, yeah. To the to the departments um, about you know arresting Trump on this, um, and so we're really close to that. We are really, really, really. I mean, we're close. Y'all yeah. don't y'all hang in there with us. We're really close. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. I'm going to bring this up and clear this up once and for all. This they will never in a billion years do that. And here's why, my little get your Kleenex now and your banky and run to your safe space. I uh, hope your phone's charged. I know you're listening. The reason they won't do that is because if I'm Donald Trump, and oh my God, I hope I'm one of his attorneys, I'm going to start my filings immediately. And I want every record from that J6 committee. I want Nancy Pelosi's phone records. Disclosure. And I want full disclosure because the discovery, discovery process. the discovery process on this court case would prove that everything they've been telling you since that fucking election was a lie to manipulate you to be their freaking little suck puppet. Yes. And that's why there'll never be any kind of court hearings on the Russia hoax. Never. 
ne- on any of this on bullshit. Because it. It, it, it will come out there. That's why they won't allow evidentiary hearings on the voting. They're never going to do that because a sharp attorney is going to sit there. And you may not see the results for five years, but they are going to expose every one of those lying sacks of shit. And so whenever you sit there and get madder and madder and madder at Liz Cheney and she spins it and says, well, we can't because of the Republicans or we can't because of whatever else you need to. She'll have you convinced at some point that you can't be a gay man to have an, that, that wants an abortion. Uh, and because of that, we can't sit there and prosecute Donald Trump. I'm so sorry. Those horrible, horrible sons of bitch and bastards are keeping us from doing the right thing for the American people. And that's locking that orange-haired bastard up once and for all. Oh, God. Yeah, what are you going to do? Piss wine him a Cheerios. That's what's happening because that's the reality of it. Now, with that, as I promised, because Luke brought a little something up about this uh, before we came on the air, and I want to go to this because I think this makes a segue to, and there it is. How do I know all this stuff? It's not because I'm a Donald Trump fan because I didn't vote for him. I was a Ted Cruz guy. Likewise. So, shocker. Wasn't the Trump guy. He was my president. I think he did a hell of a job. But I'm still not a Trump guy. Nope, neither. I'm, I do not drink the orange Kool-Aid. I do not. No. But having said all that to say this, the reason I know all this to be a fact is because I've had to do the one thing that you, sorry, libtards won't do because your big brother tells you not to because you're chicken shits, and that is you've got to learn to be brave. You've got to have courage. And that courage means that sometimes, just like when you're three years old, the answer is no. It means that everything's not about you and your candy little fears and your candy little ass. It means that sometimes the big bad wolf is not the big bad wolf, but you've got Little Red Riding Hood telling you that something behind the tree will bite you, and it's a big scary monster, and she's going to protect you as long as you bow and give allegiance to her sorry little Red Riding Hooded ass. Yeah, yeah. And until you got, I'm not trying to steal your thunder because I think you described this a lot better than I did, but I swear it is because of cowards like you that they sit there and actually Babbitt gets shot. It's because for some strange, weird reason, they keep telling you all these police officers were killed on January 6th that day, and there weren't any cops killed that day. There were a few people in the Trump crowd that died. Fact. Look him up. Yeah. It wasn't just actually about it. No, it wasn't. But what's really, 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 really strange, and these are DC cops. A lot of them are ex-military. The pressure in seeing all that carnage the day before or two days before, <laughs> they felt like they needed to kill themselves. Yeah. And they committed Arkansas. <laughs> and here's what's really Really strange. Did you hear who committed uh, suicide? I mean, Arkansas suicide last week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hung, his, hung himself after he shot himself in the chest with a shotgun? Yeah. He was the, uh, wasn't the sergeant of arms, but he was um, chief of, um, was it was it with the police department over, over there? Anyway, he was going to go to the sixth committee and share his evidence. Yeah. Go come clean. Yeah. No, no, you're not either. No, no, because you don't feel well. You're really, really depressed. Yep. 
Now, I know you made plans to take your family to the greatest vacation ever tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., but at 9.57... You're going to kill yourself. You're going to just... Oh, my God. You're going to shoot yourself in the chest with a shotgun and then hang yourself as a... Uh, you're going to seal the deal. As a, as a default, just in case. You don't want to mess that up. No. Y'all what was that? Vince Foster? Was that... Now Vince, he, he, he was the original. He, he was. The, didn't, he, didn't he kill himself and dismember himself and put himself in a bag and throw himself <laughs> off of a creek bank or something like that? Something stupid. It was something I, you like know. That. Or was he the one that was supposedly mugged, but his, still had his watch and his wallet and everything no, else? No, no, that was. Uh, that's uh That's the leaker for uh, Clinton. Uh, what was that? Oh guy? yeah, yeah. You're right. I can't remember his name, but you're right. That that was number I one. I'll say Scott something. Something. But the year, yeah. So, um, it's not comfortable knowing that you're being lied to. But it's a worse discomfort to find comfort in those lies whenever deep down inside you know better. And I think that's where a lot of you guys lose me, because. As stupid as some of you tards ideas are in your actions, as bad as I hate to say this, most of you I know are pretty damn smart. Like like up in the genius level smart, clever, and very, very well educated. Well read anyway. But you lack courage. And without courage you can't really have conviction. There is no conviction without courage. No. You're just following a leader. Right. Yeah, you've been bought, you've been taught, just follow their lead. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what most everybody does. Yeah. Um, because it does take courage to step outside of the mainstream thoughts and ideas of the time and, and speak your mind. Because people will, you know, you're going to get attacked for your views, of course, and that's their God-given right to attack you and challenge you on your views. Sure, to challenge you, yeah. That's, that's great and, and wonderful. I have no problem with that. I encourage people to challenge me. I encourage people to say, no, you're wrong. Show me the proof, because I will show you the proof. I don't speak on things unless I'm confident about them. You know, most people should not speak on things unless they, unless they know what they're talking about. And there's a lot of stuff I will not speak on because I'm totally ignorant about them. You know, but there's a few things that I have done research on. And I, I do know about. <clears throat> and most people are that way. They have their their little thing that they know they know a lot of stuff about. Some people know about fishing or metallurgy or whatever. A lot of people don't understand politics or our constitution or how that works. And that's how they get deceived, you know. No, but here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take that right there, and I'm gonna blow some wind up your skirt, and I'm gonna truck on down this line because I'm going to grind on these gears while I got them. You think that way and you operate that way because you're healthy. Yeah. Now, granted, you're a train wreck like anybody else is. We all are. Well, the health but, is debatable. But, but, <laughs> but the case in point is, though, is that you have, you have dashed your childhood fear and decided that you were going to, for lack of a better term, man up and embrace whatever it is by learning and finding out what it is. Yeah. Okay? Not try to make a play on words. It's the only way I can really describe it right now. That's what I have a gigantic loss of respect. 
and that's really the correct way to say it, loss of respect for most of the people that are in, in libtard land. Mm-hmm. Because, honest to God, they don't respect themselves. Because if you can't, if you'll revel in the fact that for some magical reason we've lost the definition of woman in this society, mm-hmm. you're not a respectful person. That's correct. You are intellectually dishonest, mm-hmm. and you have lost respect for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I am very, very sorry. If your ass is here, a woman was involved. Okay, let's just get there. Let's just get to that point. Let's just dwell on that reality for a second. And a man was involved. A man was involved too, yeah. And so having said a lot to say this, but if we can't define a woman as much women's lib as we've had shoved down, the only thing you guys did right is quit wearing bras. Short of that, y'all jacked up everything else involved with that whole deal. I mean, when... I I don't know. I I walked in on my grandmother one time, and I I disagree with that statement. Well, but that was just because of your grandmother. Yeah, well, anybody's Leave it alone. Okay, so. <laughs> Wear the bras, ladies. Wear the bras. <laughs> I love a perky world. Anyway, so I literally have no respect for you. If you sit there and tell me and want to tell me all the libtard things that you want to shove down my throat and other people's throats all the damn time, you want to go be gay, go be gay. But don't tell me I've got to come out and support you in a parade wearing a dildo suit kiss ass i don't need to hear about the fact that for some reason you don't want to call grooming of three four five and six year old child uh when you teach them sexual stuff and you want to talk about how it's just that way we're not teaching them to be biased against gay people suck my ass you're a freaking coward And you hide behind a system that panders to that stupidity and you know what as bad as you don't want to hear this they are all laughing at you you are a useful idiot in their whole scheme to basically put your ass in front of a firing squad. Because trust me, whenever the Red China comes over the hill to take over this country that we owe them in money, and you have the, the Bidens of the world and the new world order, the Libtard world order, bow down to them, trust me, you and your dildo suit will be the first ones up against the wall when the firing squad show up. Trust me. Historically accurate. And if you don't believe that, if it's I'm saying this because I'm a hateful person, and there was a point in my life, we talked about olive branches. There was a point in my life where I would that would come from a place of olive branch. Now it comes from a place that says, I have children, I have grandchildren, I have friends, I have family, I have other people. And you have you and your stupidity with killing babies and everything else and swearing that it's okay to pay $8 in gas because you can't while they're money laundering and covering for the big guy. Fact. Fact. You're going to put all of our necks in a noose and put the only last bastion of freedom in this world left on the line because, believe me, evil don't want this thing standing up. It screws up their plans. If you're going to do that because of your cowardice, you need to go to hell. Well, they've done it. They're not going to take us with them. Because I will say this. I started this three episodes ago with a little bit of fear in my gut because I was unsure about some things. But I'm beginning to realize something now. Something you said a couple of episodes back. There's a lot more of us than there are them. Yes, sir. And we are sick and tired of your pansy-ass bullshit. Yes, sir. So get it through your thick-ass skull. Liz Cheney or 
your president or your Madam Neepad vice president or anything else that you are beholden to, that includes you conservatives who want to lick the asses of those rhinos. Real Americans are sick and tired of your bullshit. Whether we be gay, we be black, white, yellow, red, orange, purple, whatever else, we're going to stick together. Yeah. You see, uh, you know, they're so, they're so ready to kick off this civil war they've been hyping for so long. Oh, next American civil war. I mean, how long, how long have we been hearing that mm. in the media mm. uh, over websites, liberal and conservative, but this whole civil war shit came from the left. Yes. It, this is just another reason, another way to pump up the fear in their base. Mm-hmm. So that's what that was about. But, I mean, you, you really think about the ramifications. If they got what they wanted, if, if the left got what they wanted, which would, was a strife, civil war, they want people fighting in the streets. They want gas prices to, to go through the roof. They don't, you know, the whole green agenda. I don't have to go through all these different things that they want. Everybody knows. They, they put it out there. They, they tell you every day on the news. What happens if, when they, if they really got what they want? If, if, if a civil war was so imminent, where is it at? It's not. Where where are the armed Republicans marching towards Washington? Right oh God, now? it would it would have, it would have happened anyway. It, they would have never left when Trump said leave, and that had brought the reinforcements in. If, Simple as that. If that's right, if 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 we are what they say we are, January six goes a different direction. I will prove that we're not just to prove a point, then prove that there won't be this. The, there won't be the civil war. That the that the Democrats want, I can prove that right now. Yeah. Uh, when I called these people cowards, mm-hmm. the one good thing that bravery has, that being intellectually honest has, is that it has honor to it. There is no honor in beating the shit out of a coward. No. no. You guys are cowards. Now, <clears throat> having said all that, to say this. I guarantee you, and this is the scariest nightmare you'll ever have. You think that a bunch of good old boys in a pickup truck are some threat to your damn whining ass liberal ass? Let me tell you something. Your enemy is living in Washington fucking D.C. Yes, sir. There's your danger because they've already used you. They'll use you to no end. And to prove that, there's a senile man that's a puppet right now that they call your president that they sit there and make that poor bastard jump through every hoop you can think of. If they will screw him, what do you think you are? Jack, you'd best find you some truth, you'd best find you some courage, and you'd best learn which ends up. Because here's what's not going to happen. They would love to sit here and pull this tape and say, you see, them two old boys right there, they calling for violence. They trying to get there and try to get them everybody fired up, and they gonna get them Trump people fired up, and they gonna go out there. And they they said they's gonna take over the Capitol. And they, no, nobody said that, and I haven't said that. Luke hasn't said that. That's not how that works. And how you know that is if it was going to happen, it already happened. It would have happened. It would. Yeah, it would if, have. If that happened. would have been the plan, there were enough people there to do that all day. I promise you. Oh yeah. 
a hundred times yeah, over. That thing would still be a smoldering crater yes. at this point. Yes. Absolutely. And if you guys were sitting there and were worried about something like that, again, they work you on on your own stupidity. That's the reason you have fear is because you're not educating yourself because you're cowards. Drop your cowardice. Get some bravery about you. Get some character about you. And start doing your homework. Yep. Courage. You know, it, it takes courage to overcome fear. And I understand completely the fear of of your whole world. You realizing that the world that you think you live in is not reality. I went through that. I've I've been there. You know, I've never had liberal views or democratic views on things, but still, I had to. I thought I knew how the world worked. I thought I knew that Republicans had these ideas and Democrats had these ideas. I thought that, you know, we knew how gravity works. I, I, I thought that we knew how electricity works. You know, I've come to find out we know none of these things. There is no knowledge. We know that gravity exists. We know that electricity exists. We know that Democrats and Republicans exist, you know. But I did not know anything about the reality of those things until you start searching, until you start looking at them. We, ha- we assume that we know things. The arrogance of man to label something settled science when we don't even understand the basic premise of, of the science. So it takes courage to admit that you don't know or you are wrong. Because no, nobody likes to be wrong. No. Nobody likes to be ignorant. You know, ignorance is, is, has been a derogatory term for a long mm-hmm. time, and I'm ignorant on so many things. I, yeah, I'm it, so ignorant, I can't even name the things I'm ignorant about. Yeah, ignorance not stupid, though. No, that's diff- it different. It means not, not having knowledge of it. Not, that's right. That's ignorance. So it's not, a, it's not inherently a bad word. Mm-mm. So that's another fear we have to get over, to admit to ourselves that, hey, I just don't know. Then we have to have the courage to want to know the truth. Hey, how is it that these Republicans and these Democrats are on the same side of these diametrically opposed positions that they're, they're not supposed to be? They're not supposed to have the same views on these. You know, uh, conservatives, we're supposed to be, you know, pro-life. Well, that's not the case. More conservatives are pro-choice than they are pro-life nowadays. Yeah, you know, that's true. In, in Washington. Mm-hmm. We'll say in Washington. Okay. Maybe not on a local level. right? So unless you have courage to admit that you don't know, you know, that, that's the only place to start. Hey, let me look at this from fresh eyes. I don't come straight like I don't know anything. Drop your preconceptions because 99% of your preconceptions on these things that have came from mainstream media or mainstream academia, and we all know that those things are so horribly corrupt that you know you can't, you can't pay attention to it. Anytime you're teaching your five-year-old kids that, they can be a, a boy or a girl or whatever else. 
you know, come on. We got to start out with some basic truisms here if we're going to get to any kind of truth. That is the best advice you can take for yourself. It was free and it came from a guy that knows. I don't know much. You know that and it's this it's cuz simple always works. And it and once you find your voice and you find your courage, they can't they can't manipulate you any longer. That's right. You have you have to lose the fear of of being ridiculed. Yeah. Because you will get ridiculed. In search for truth, you will be ridiculed, my friend. Mm-hmm. I have been. You have been. Drop that fear. Get some courage. And You're going to need it. And know this, that whenever you do get that courage, my personal belief system says, as bad as I don't want to sometimes, i still got another olive branch. We're here for you. I think I'm fresh out. <laughs> sometimes. All right. Hey, listen, if you don't trust that and don't want to believe any of that, just write this down. The day that Liz Cheney gets you that uh, recommendation that Trump goes to court on this, you can burn this episode. Yeah. Guarantee you. All right, my friends. Hey, Luke, thanks for being with us, man. Enjoyed it, my friend. Enjoyed it. We're always very proud to have you come along. Thanks for looking out for my dog, my Sorry, pit bulls on the floor. She we had a thunder a while ago, and she's scared to death. And somehow Luke's her savior. So, anyway, from uh, our buddy brother Luke, JB here with Give Zero. We love you guys. You take care out there. Be safe. Watch each other's six. Raise your children well. Uh, happy Fourth of July, to everybody. Hope y'all have a great one. And with that, from the farmhouse studio, we're out. Good luck, America. <laughs> <laughs>